Hello. Hello, hello, hello. I hope I'm going live. I don't know. Megan and technology, what's going to happen? <laughs> hey, everybody. I am so excited to be starting this podcast most Mondays with Megs. And I just love to go with the flow for me doing something every week. Um, well, it is, it doesn't match my flow. So um, there you go. And I love one of the things that happens for me is that I download stuff like all the time and I sometimes get backed up. I can't sometimes write fast enough for what's being downloaded. So see those lights are kind of crazy. Let's just call those lights angels, shall we? <laughs> hey, Kara. Oh, and I've got to look in two places here. Let me push this a little bit over. Thank you for being patient with me while I get all my technology lined up. Hello. Um, I would like to ask my tech person, Brandy, to check both Facebook and YouTube to make sure it is streaming live to both places. So if you could do that, that would be amazing. And um, what I'm, oh, so I see what happens. I just have all this stuff coming. What am I going to do? <laughs> so um, thank you for joining me if you're here live. Um, I'm going to be, sometimes I will have themes and sometimes I will just be doing musings of what's coming through in any given time. So if you're watching this for the first time, my name is Megan Silito, and I have been a transformer, a coach, a healer for 28 years before there was such a thing as uh, life coaching. How fun is that? And um, I'm just fascinated by how we can grow, how can, how we can transform, and that we truly have the ability to change anything we want to change, to create anything we want to create. So for the next few Mondays, my theme is going to be self-esteem, self-love, self-confidence. Um, and it's an interesting thing because that's oftentimes not considered a very sexy topic. Like people will sign up for money courses and relationship courses. But the truth is, is that all of our success is contingent upon the level of self-esteem, self-confidence, and self-love that we have. And those things are a little bit different. And I'm going to be talking about the nuances between those things. Um, but when you go to a higher levels of success, and let's say things are really going well and things are really flying along, and then it seems like you have a setback. Now, we all have setbacks on our way to our dreams. But when you have a low set point for your esteem and your self-love, what happens when we have a setback is we get discouraged. We get, um, we may feel like giving up. We may feel depressed. We may, we might have thoughts like, oh, see, this can never happen. That's when it's an esteem issue, right? If you have a setback and you're creative and you're playing with it and you're seeing it as an opportunity, that's just life, right? But when your setbacks take you out, that's when 
it's what's really going on. Oh, hi, Insta. <laughs> Hello. Uh, that's when we are wrestling with something else. Um, about 10, 12 years ago, I got to see Bob Proctor live. For those of you who don't know who Bob Proctor is, he's considered sort of the grandfather of the personal growth and development movement. And um, he's now since passed, but uh, he just, he was just a pioneer in this field. And one of the things that he said, he said a lot of things, and I took a lot of notes, as I always do. And the thing that stuck with me the most from that was he said, you can never rise to the level of success beyond, you can't rise above your lowest self-concept and sustain it. So we can rise above that. A lot of us do. A lot of us, like I've been a crazy creator and I've been able to outcreate a lot of my psychology over the years, right? But fundamentally, when I wasn't doing the work on the inside to raise that level, to love myself, to hold myself as having value, right? That's when I would drop. That's when I would go down, right? And so I don't know, maybe uh, you guys can comment in the thread about like how many times in your life have you rose and started going in a direction and then went whoop. <laughs> and that whoop is that there's this sort of low set point that says, I can't be that. I can't have that. I'm not good enough for that. We don't know that's what's happening. We just feel discouragement, right? And so many times, and I've, <laughs> I have considered myself in some ways the Phoenix Rising. But the whole crash is because there's not a foundation, a strong foundation of being and knowing who we are, knowing what our value is. <laughs> Countless times, Butch. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. And so what happens is, and I can't see comments on Facebook right now, and I'm not sure why that is. But, um, hmm, I don't know. I'll have to figure that out for next time because I'd like to see what's happening on Facebook too. Um, so if you're on Facebook and you're commenting, um, I will respond later. How about that? So I was, um, how I come up with programs, how I come up with um, offerings is generally because of something I'm going through or a whisper. And about six months ago, I had this whisper that it was time to talk about self-esteem and also a personal whisper that it was time to raise mine because I feel this rising in me for more impact, more visibility, more joy. And what I think that whisper was saying to me is like, Hey, if you want to go there and you want to sustain that, there's some more work to do in here. There's some more work to do. Now, there is a huge myth around things like confidence, right? I'm just going to briefly talk about that right now because confidence is one of those things that the only way it can be developed is by taking action and learning from that action, right? So many people are waiting 
to be confident and then they'll start, right? But the truth is, it's funny today because, <laughs> because I oftentimes uh, am sort of a little bit um, technologically challenged. And so I had nervousness today about going live, right? But I did anyway, right? And I'm going to let it go. And like, whatever didn't get broadcast, that's going to be, this is my first time. So I'm going to let myself make the mistakes and I'm going to learn from those mistakes. And I went live, even though I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, right? That's where confidence comes from. There was a um, a good friend and a client of mine in Dallas a few years ago. And at the very end of a long training with like one minute to go, he said, Megan, what's the secret to your success? <laughs> and I'm like, I have one minute. <laughs> Let me figure it out of like everything I've created and everything I've become. And what came was great that there was only one minute because I probably would have talked forever if y'all know me. And it just came out so clear. I keep saying yes to things I don't think I can do. That, my friends, is where confidence comes from. Now, how do you get to the point where you just show up and say yes to things you don't think you can do? Well, that comes from your esteem. That comes from self-love. So the self-love and self-esteem is something that you can work on internally to fortify yourself, to fortify your sense of who you are and who you be. And there's actually a state of being, like we're infinite beings, right? And so it's not so much about trying to talk or think yourself into self-esteem. That doesn't work. Has anybody tried that? <laughs> Were you one of the ones in the mirror going, I am wonderful. I am amazing. <laughs> and like sometimes that's helpful a little bit, right? But that's going in you know, Einstein said, you can't solve a problem from the same level of mind that created the problem in the first place. So our self-esteem issues come from our mind. It comes from not, it's actually not our early childhood experiences. It's what we made those experiences mean that determines the quality of our self-love and self-esteem. So some people like, um, my, uh, my partner's daughter is uh, raising a three-year-old and it's so amazing to watch her help that three-year-old through her feelings and through issues so that she comes back out feeling good, right? But most of us didn't have conscious parenting. So we had these experiences. We never talked about it. And in our conscious and subconscious, we go, oh, that must mean I'm not good enough. That must mean I'm not worthy. And so through our mind, through the mental part of us, we made it up that we we sort of hijacked our natural esteem. Because when you look at a two or three-year-old, they don't have esteem issues. <laughs> They're just doing their due, right? And so one of the things that I'm going to be doing coming up at the end of July, I'm doing a program called, a live program, in Salt Lake City called Self-Esteem is Sexy. And in that, I'm going to be giving people a direct experience of their being that has never been impacted by stupid thoughts. <laughs> and so really to, to start to build that back up, yes, we need to kind of look at our thinking, but we first need to connect 
with the state of being that we are whole, that we are valuable beyond measure, that we're miracles, we're magic. And when we actually can come from that place and get access to that place, it's almost like we route around the brain and get to that place. And when we are from that place, then we can look at sort of those constructs and start to change and shift them because we understand that they're bogus. <laughs> you know, that they're just bogus. Thank you for everybody who's joining me. Um, again, I can't see the Facebook comments, but I can see the Instagram comments. So thank you for saying hi and waving. Now, here's an interesting thing. And I, and I have found this to be interesting my whole life is that this is a, a phrase that Access Consciousness coined called your wrongness is your strongness. And man, I can't even believe how true that is. You can take the thing that you think is the worst thing about you. And if you open that portal and you come into the gift of it, you will see that it's one of your greatest gifts over and over and over again. And that's the good news with self-esteem is that those of us who have struggled with low self-esteem, and I would say that probably that would, if I were to, to say one thing that has kept me on the roller coaster, it's low self-esteem. And so I've been doing a lot of work trying to understand where does it come from? How is it built back? How do we get that again, right? And how do we live and create and express from our wholeness, from our fullness, right? And so one of the things that I have found about low self-esteem is that it is a gift. People with low self-esteem have to find different ways to do things. They have to find different ways to create. They have to find different ways to be successful because unlike our counterparts that have all the confidence in the world seemingly, and they just go and it's like, whatever, they don't care if they make mistakes, they just go, right? Um, they tend to take the path most taken, right? They tend to take the straight line. And those of us who struggle with self-esteem, we tend to have to look in other ways. Yes, we are gifted. Yeah, we have to find different routes. And in doing that, we create new pathways for others. And we tend to continually seek right? So one of the most, uh, I would say, the place where people stop or cap their growth the most is when they think they've arrived, when they think they have it down, when they think they know it all. Because we are infinite beings in an infinite expanding universe. As soon as you think you've arrived, you actually stop and cap the growth that's available. So for those of us with self-esteem stuff, we tend to always question. We tend to always go, well, maybe I'm not right about that, right? And so we, but in the shadow side, we let our doubt take over. We let our doubt be the most important thing. And we stop ourselves with it. It's actually, the gift of it is we're curious. We want to grow. We know there's more. We actually know there's more in us. So we keep reaching and we keep questioning and we keep doing those things, but we just have to quit 
using those things against us so that we can use that curiosity. We can use that, hmm, what else is there? This is really amazing what I just created. And because I'm infinite, I know there's more. What else is there? Let's go, <laughs> you know? And so my goal in these first few podcasts, as I said, this these first ones will be themed. And from time to time, I will have themes. And sometimes I'll just say whatever's coming out my head. But um, I am so excited for what I'm learning, what's coming through, because most of what's out there on building self-esteem, the barefoot prints, oh, that's sexy. <laughs> um, most of what's out there on self-esteem is very mental. And it the thing with our brains is that it will always, our brains live in duality. So even if you can succeed in sort of getting better at your thinking, there's always this counter thinking because the brain is always looking at both sides of a thing, right? So we have to have another place to go to, to live from and to create from and to almost feel so full with that, that the thinking doesn't even really matter, right? So I want to read a quote. Now, if you've been following me for a while, you know, I don't very often quote the Bible, but I'm going to do it right here for you all live, okay? The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Isaiah 53. I'm going to say that again. The stone which the builders rejected. Okay. So the stone in you that you have rejected is actually has the capacity of becoming the chief cornerstone, the chief foundation of your life and living. Hang on, hang on to your, hang on to your coattails here, right? How cool is that? So every place where you struggle with knowing that you're enough, everywhere that you decided that you're a mistake or that other people just have it more together than you, right? That little cornerstone. That little thing that you're rejecting, when turned about 180, <laughs> becomes a platform, becomes a power that you can live from and grow from and create new paths to success in which others can follow. I mean, how cool is that? That you're not broken. You don't need fixed. But you might need to shift the way you're seeing yourself. You may need to practice getting access to the truth, which is that this is a gift. It's a gift. Nothing, nothing is broken in you. That's something that's been healing inside of me recently. And I want to share it with you 
It's a little bit different than my normal stuff that I teach. But I realize that it's the most important because nothing that I create, I will allow to be what it can be if I'm doubting and questioning myself. It can grow amazing if I'm just curious and I just grow it. How cool is that? So these podcasts will be about 20 minutes to 30 minutes in length. I will come on on most Mondays <laughs> and I will be um, posting on Facebook and Instagram the Mondays that I'll be doing this. I plan to be here next Monday and mostly I will know from week to week so I can tell you, hey, join me next week at this time. And um if you're on my newsletter list, you'll get that notice as well. But isn't it time? Isn't it time that you quit, that we quit <laughs> trying to fix our brokenness and to use that cornerstone for our greatness? There is something great in you that desires to come through desires to come through all of us. And we've got to take that next step. We've got to take that journey. So um, I will be posting in all of wherever you're watching me from uh, the self-esteem event in Salt Lake City on 28th, July 28th and 29th. I'm going to have a live DJ. We're going to get in our bodies, we're going to get in the space of our being, and we're going to reroute <laughs> that cornerstone and making it strong. So there's lots more to say. There's lots more to talk about in these podcasts. We didn't talk about self-love today. That's a big part of this because we have to love ourselves while we're in the process of choosing to be who we really are. And by the way, at the end of the day, it's a choice. It's a choice to spin out in our poor me and I suck. Or it's a choice to say, hey, wait a minute, what's the gift here? And that's what I would leave you with as a tool today is when you hit a patch, when you hit a rough patch, I'm going to talk to Insta for a minute. When you hit a rough patch, I want you to ask, what's the gift in this? What? is the gift in this. And even if nothing comes, because questions are magical, they start changing the molecules, they start changing the energy, but interrupt the cycle of negative thinking with what's the gift in this? That's it. That's all. <laughs> Let's start there. And I will be back with you next week, same time, same bat channel. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Let's do this.